It's me, David Webb, and here's a highlight from today's show on Sirius XM Patriot. It is the shot heard around the world. Maybe it wasn't said in those terms, intended in that manner, but reality has taken over from 1775 to now. There have been moments. Moments when the world recognized an issue, not just in the United States, and something that we have to do, not just within the United States, but around the world, is not only recognize, but act on it. The very same reason and logic that you can't just go to the capital of a nation, any nation, as our Canadian truckers have done, and American truckers continue to do in the United States. This must be everywhere. It is in other countries. It's growing, and it is a peaceful rebellion, but it is an important one. So as this shot rolls around the world, you could only expect that the Justin Trudeaus of the world, the leftists, would begin to marshal their forces, use law enforcement where possible, nothing against law enforcement, but they are facing orders in a tough situation as well. And they are planning to crush the rebellion. I told you that masks and mandates were about compliance. And if you dare stand up to the dogma, if you dare stand up to the new religion, you will be crushed. Cancel culture. You will be canceled. Companies will use fake reasoning to go after the money donated by citizens around the world simply to continue the push, much like big tech shuts down those who don't fit their standards or don't carry on with the demagoguery and the dogma. Mark Willis from Road Dog 146, 2 p.m. later today. I'm sure some of you truckers will be talking to him about this, but Mark, the shot heard around the world, uh, is running into some resistance from the hardcore power brokers on the left. How you doing, my friend? You know, I'm doing extremely well, David. Uh, happy Monday. And, uh, yeah, there were some uh, major developments over the course of the uh, weekend. Uh, you know, the story had come out earlier last week that uh, the people over at GoFundMe had announced that they were going to freeze the uh, millions of dollars that were donated uh, to the uh, to the rally uh, by by thousands and thousands of people. And some of the initial reports coming out indicated that uh, GoFundMe was told by law enforcement that it was going to be a dangerous situation, and they fund and they would needed to, to freeze up the uh, money. But uh, lo and behold, over the course of the weekend, that uh, several major uh, political figures came forward to indicate that uh, they were going to start looking at a potential fraud investigation. I'll start with uh, Florida Governor. Ron DeSantis, uh, he indicated that uh, there was going to be a potential fraud investigation that was going to get underway uh, due to the freezing of this money. And uh, also Texas Senator Ted Cruz weighed in on this as well. And uh, also Texas Attorney General Ken Paxton also indicated that uh, he would launch a fraud investigation. And uh, we got word over the weekend that uh, GoFundMe has decided that uh, they are going to be refunding uh, the money reversing this decision, they're going to redistribute the money given by thousands of donors to the Canadian Freedom Convoy. 
that are protesting the COVID-19 regulations. So a lot of big movement on these stories over the weekend. Yeah, and you know, it takes the pressure, and this is why this rebellion is so important beyond the points I highlighted, beyond the fact that uh, this touches every part of just about every citizen's life in some way or has the potential to at some time. That when right. they strike back, it's the response. When GoFundMe did this, something in this country and under our Constitution, our Constitutional Republic came into play. The rights of the states, the governor. I'm about a half a mile from uh, the Capitol right now. And right. Governor Ron DeSantis stepped up on this because he has a right and a responsibility to protect the citizens of his state. Yes, and, and more also more to the to the idea as well that uh, you know when you look at it from the individual perspective of what's going on in the state of Florida that uh, you look three thousand miles away that uh, the the people that are very much going to be uh, moving this forward are the truck drivers themselves and I'll point to a story that I found over the course of the weekend in the Anchorage Daily News. Uh, that more than 100 Alaska truck drivers rallied from Anchorage to Eagle River uh, to support the Canadian truck drivers opposed to the COVID-19 vaccine mandate. And, David, that's a shocker 3,000 miles away uh, that uh, people are certainly uh, very much getting behind what we're seeing uh, in Ottawa and in many cities around the United States as well. The shot is loud and clear. Yeah, and, and the thing about this is this needs to be, and it already is, a global shot heard around the world. It has to echo, and it already has. And, you know, Mark, I wonder how, you know, in the halls of whether the bureaucrats, the globalists, whatever term, in the hall, in Trudeau as he sits in his study, uh, how they react when they see that this is not just one country but multiple nations and this is spreading, and I hope it continues to spread. It needs to because this rebellion needs to say to them, "It's we will no longer comply when the science now says, as the Johns mm-hmm. Hopkins study and other studies have shown, that these mandates and lockdowns, don't work, that there is a marginal 0.2% difference, and even that has to be broken into certain other factors. So in a, in a sense, the science has now caught up, and we need it to overtake the narrative. And take that a step further as well, because uh, when you look at what the truck driver will go through day in and day out, they operate, for the most part, under federal regulations where they are pretty much working under a 14-hour duty day and in 11-hour driving cycle. So these uh, drivers are the masters at social distancing. I mean, they know when to stay safe. They're in the cabs pretty much by themselves most of the time. So they are very seldom going to be coming across another human uh, out there on the road unless they go into a truck stop or go into a restaurant. And things like that. But, uh, you know, the masters of social distancing have done extremely well uh, with this. And I think uh, a lot of personal responsibility, you know, comes into play for the drivers. They know what to do. And many have reacted and they have said that, you know, look, we have been out here for years and we certainly don't want the government to tell us what to do. We know how to handle this ourselves. 
you know, Mark, uh, we do this. We have been doing this for a long time on different issues. You know, you and I yeah. on my show highlighting, as you do on your show, <laughs> the importance of trucking as fact as a factor in the economy. I mean, it, yeah, it's oh, the it's the personal economy of the trucker, uh, the communities, the restaurants, the the truck stops. You know, one of my favorites is still out there in the hinterland somewhere of Wyoming <laughs> at uh, the Cowboy Cafe, which I stopped at one time, and I was just well, the food is amazing. Yeah. So let's just put it that way, you know. But but this this is such a part of our society that I actually, for the first time in a long time, have what I call real hope that something can continue uh, and be sustained. You know, David, the, you look at the truck driver that's out there listening across North America. I mean, just think about the faith that the whole world needs them. I mean, we've got men and women that are out there driving 24 hours a day. They're on the road seven days a week. I mean, it's the faith in the economy. You look at the symbol of the driver, the truck going down the road. It's a, it's the faith that our system is working, that it's working well. There are some roadblocks and speed bumps and things like that. But if we don't have the trucking industry and the drivers out there, that uh, this, the economy across North America would grind to a halt. Just having them out there on the road, they are the backbone, the heart and soul of America, of North America, and around the world, for that matter. We need them out there to be able to operate safely. Yeah, the the economic impact of this uh, on the world, on this nation, uh, taxes, uh, you know, different, you, of course, fuel tax, user taxes, all these things that are part of the industry alone directly and then beyond that. All right, you know, we're talking a lot. We're on my show, but at 2 o'clock, you know, you're going to be up there. And uh, yeah. what's what's <laughs> what's your take from your audience, which obviously is a lot bigger than mine in the trucking world, but what what's your take? And then, uh, you know, maybe we'll grab a couple of them before we uh, move on to other things here. Go ahead. You know, David, I think one of the most uh, uh, clearly heard messages from uh, the people that tune in are that, hey, we are the safety professionals out there, and we want to do what we need to do in order to go and to operate safely. We don't need regulations. Uh, We don't need uh, things that will handcuff us and prevent us from doing our job. And I think that's what the mission is for the trucking industry. And I've heard that from so many other drivers out there that have called into the program, David, and they've indicated that, uh, look, you know, we've been out here. We know what we need to do. And uh, we don't need over overburdensome regulations that are going to slow us down or create problems or take away from our profitability. They want to be efficient. They want to be safe. And I'll tell you, David, when I hear the messages from the drivers that call into the program, you know, they have got the best interest of the country at heart. They want to do what's right, and they want to be able to move and keep going out there and, you know, bring the goods to the to the stores, to the, to the restaurants and things like that. So it can maintain our way of life. It's a symbol of the economy when you think about it, the over-the-road truck. Uh, cultures change or large organizations have differences, their challenges, there are great things. But 
how much of a factor is the culture in this? Look, I hear from a lot of truckers. We've got a lot of them on the line right now. Canada, U.S., I'm hoping this thing goes worldwide and keeps going even more. But the yeah. culture in the trucking community, to me, that that's fascinating. Yeah, it is. And you think about the collective mission of the uh, trucking industry out there today. I mean, obviously... You know, there's got to be some, there's got to be safety, there's got to be rules and things like that. Uh, drivers want to be safe. They know what to do out there. But I think that's the, that's the culture. It's the collective mission of understanding safety first, getting there, uh, getting the things delivered, knowing when to stop, when to go and things like that. It's a unified voice that uh, the drivers know that it's their mission to move this country forward, to keep those goods on the store shelves. I mean, you look what, at what happened with the pandemic when that was uh, going full steam, that uh, many drivers put their own personal safety at risk by delivering to areas that uh, were known hotspots and things like that. I mean, in the time of need, we do need these men and women to keep going on the road. And many have said, you know, look, don't slow me down with uh, regulations that are going to complicate my life and uh, not be able to operate as they need to operate out there. Mark Willis from Road Dog. Uh, he'll be uh, back at it at 2 p.m. today. We're doing our usual show prep for Mark. Glad I could help you with that, Mark. <laughs> you know, always, always, always my pleasure. Uh, you know, yeah. when you got a guy named Papa Bear on the line, you, you got to bring Papa Bear in on this. <laughs> oh, absolutely. So, Papa Bear, go. what's going on? How you uh, doing, David? How you doing? We've actually talked All before. Right, uh, for, for I'm ex-law enforcement, and I want to send a message and a couple of things. But first off, we have more ex-military and law enforcement in the trucking industry than any other industry. So my statement to all those drivers, we took an oath to the U.S. Constitution, the Bill of Rights, and support the American people. It's time to step up, guys. I mean, it's time to step up. Uh, I'm with a corporation, but I'm going to take time off during that uh, this period. I can't drive because they won't let us do that. But we need to, every one of us do whatever we can to support this because if we don't come through with this, it's going to be a message to the left that they're basically can do what they want. Uh, you're right on the button. This is one of the most important things happening in our country, and every American needs to support it. Uh, I've heard from a lot of military they are going to do it, uh, that they're either going to shut down or or they're going to join the, it, but. Uh, it's uh, what's happening in Canada needs to happen 10 times more here. Yeah. I, I you know, I'm so. looking at this and Papa bear. Thanks, man. Uh, I'm looking at this Mark and just doing a, a search of news around the world. And mm -hmm. we're talking New Zealand, Canberra, Australia, their capital, uh, oh, London, yep. Yep. Netherlands. I mean, you know, Wellington. I'm looking at the it, it, and the thing is, the, the 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 big tech overlords, Twitter and Facebook and other platforms, <laughs> yep. are looking to shut this down or suppress the information. This is why I said it has to be socialized. It has to be in Houston. It has to be in uh, on I-80. It has to be somewhere out there on I-5. Whatever it is, this needs to continue. And if the truckers keep doing this and they do it closer to home so they can sustain it longer this is going to spread it needs to hey david excellent point uh you know the uh and thank you to the uh, driver that called in thanking him for his service but you know if somebody that say is not able to maybe 
get involved or join one of the one of the rallies and things like that. Uh, I think everybody's got a personal responsibility that uh, when they look at whatever media source that they're looking at, could be on Facebook, local TV, could be national television news and things like that, that when stories are out there that misrepresent what is going on, then every single one of your listeners, uh, David, has got a responsibility to reach out to those news media organizations uh, through a phone call, through an email, through social media, and say, hey, wait, you know, this is not correct. You know, look at this, look at this, you know, present the facts and uh, kind of wake up the news media, wake them up uh, to the realities of what's going on with the story. And I I mentioned this uh, maybe a few days ago, that uh, when you look at uh, the people, the ownership of some of these major corporations, the narrative is going to be driven by the political agenda of those that are in charge. That's why you see some of the messaging getting shut down. It takes, you know, maybe five minutes to make a phone call or maybe two to three minutes to send an email. But, uh, you know, if you've got, say, a million people sending emails or making phone calls that you're keeping, that that shot around the world is going to keep going on. Everybody's got to get involved with this. Yeah. Keep going on in every language, in every way, on every platform, because this really is a people's rebellion. You know, something, uh, call it a parting shot here, I guess we can play off the word as we wrap up, Mark, <laughs> is that, you know, in 1775, the shot heard around the world wasn't based on or was based on a free a demand for freedom. And in this trucker's convoy, what I like about it is it's not bound to a political party. Mm-hmm. It's to a right. principle. And I think that is a strength. Matter of fact, I know that is a strength that while there is clearly distinction to be made about, you know, which particular side, if you will, of the political aisle will support freedom over lockstep mob, uh, you know, agreement or forced compliance. Uh, the fact is that. It, the truckers can't be attacked on a political front. They can try, but we don't have a read on this. Truckers are out there. People are out there. This is bigger than a political party. Well, it's the symbol of America. I mean, you think about the truck, the truck driver, the job that they're doing out there. I mean, it's the symbol of what we stand for, uh, for values, for bringing deliveries or make or delivering goods to to, uh, to stores and things like that you know the, the the idea of trying to shut down the economy uh, by political means or maybe muzzling those that are the heart and soul of America is just going to make this rally that much stronger uh, because uh, again you know the truck driver and the trucking in the trucking industry we need these these people to be out on the road. We need them to do what they need to do, and that's keep us uh, where we need to be with uh, the economy and with uh, freedom overall. All right, my friend, 2 p.m. today. You know, I'm going to tune into you. See, this is how this works. I'll be tuning in. I'll be talking to your truckers, my truckers, too. We share. We share. Sure. We have a great overlap between our audience. I love that uh, throughout do. the show. But we're going to keep this going together. This revolution must be socialized, cannot be shut down. The world is facing a moment when it has to stand up 
And I think this is our moment in modern times right now. This is our moment. You know, it's going to be, I think, an incredible experience to see all of the unifying that this is going to going to uh, to bring to the table out there. Let's, the message is going to keep going loud and strong. Yes, it will. All right, I'll see you at 2 p.m. on Road Dog Channel 146 right here on Sirius XM Patriot. I'll keep it warmed up for you, then I'll hand it off. All right. Thank you, man. <laughs> All right, Mark Willis, uh, SiriusXM.com slash Road Dog Trucking or at Road Dog Trucking on Twitter, but just check out Mark. He'll be there. The rest of the guys will be there, too. we got a great lineup over at Road Dog. I'll be right back. You can join me live on the David Webb Show Monday to Friday, 9 to noon east on Sirius XM Patriot 125.